This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is Thursday, March 4th. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm very excited for today because obviously it is a Thursday and that means the weekend is right at the door. Hope you guys are having a great and sunny day. It is one of the hottest days yes. uh, that, that I've experienced in the past couple of months now. And uh, I think I kind of jinxed it because I was saying, Alhamdulillah, the weather is, is nice. I mean, we're going closer and closer to uh, to, the, to the summer and we still didn't feel that heat. But today, ladies and gentlemen, it is hot. It was hot. <laughs> it is definitely hot. I hope you're all having a blessed afternoon and excited for the weekend. Lots and lots is in store right here on the show. We're going to be talking all about space panels because... There is news that space panels could soon help us beam electricity back to Earth. I guess solar panels aren't in anymore. Yeah, I mean, uh, why not get it directly from the source, you know, <laughs> without going through the ozone layer and everything. You just got that solar panel or space panel in space. But we're also talking about the UAE, ladies and gentlemen, and how the UAE students are creating contact tracing sites after a peer was bullied for having COVID-19. Now, could you imagine that? Actually, I can't imagine that, Omnia, because in the beginning of COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of people were like, COVID? No, Allah, you Or know? if you had COVID, yeah, th- people th- A were lot looking- of people would not say they had COVID. Yeah, they- a lot of pe- I'm just tired. I'm just at home because I don't want to look at anyone. People were looking at people who have COVID as if they're like Corona itself. And, and as if they did something specifically that's haram or or, or, <laughs> or even kind of shamed upon. Like, oh, you, how did you get Corona? You know, like, hey, them Corwin, you know? So it's like, it was weird. So I'm glad to see that now uh, people are, uh, UAE students in general are tackling that problem. Yes, indeed. In the world of tech as well, we're talking about Microsoft today. And earlier this week, we talked about Zoom fatigue. Microsoft came up with a brand new tool that will help fight that Zoom fatigue. It is basically like teleporting yourself to the place of your meeting and dealing with holograms. Oh, I like that. Sounds like something straight out of Star Wars. Because ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't watched The Mandalorian, you should watch it. (laughs) I finished two seasons in one day. My God. Again with Mandalorian? I love The Mandalorian. I'm done. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I've spoken. <laughs> That's I, have spoken I have spoken, yes. But we're talking about Twitter and how it's cracking down on the COVID vaccine misinformation. Now, with COVID, there's a lot of misinformation in the beginning because of the COVID-19 pandemic. And now, since Alhamdulillah, we got the vaccine, there's a misinformation about the vaccine. Yes, indeed. Apple also is trying to make sure that our hearing is not impacted with all the brand new gadgets that they've been launching, whether it was AirPods or even the AirPods Pro. But what is its latest move to help protect our precious ears? Make sure you stay tuned to find out all about it. Yes, and all these stories are giving me feelings. <laughs> I got a feel. Oh, that's not the song. <laughs> that's not the song. Yeah, but I love it. You know why? Because it gives me feelings. Oh, God. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. Being in school can definitely be tough. Bullying is a big issue and we've we've all seen it. We all know kids that have been bullied in school. We may have been even bullied ourselves in school. And in the age of COVID-19, bullying has taken a whole different look. It looks different. It sounds different because it revolves all around the pandemic. And many students have actually been teased for having COVID-19. As a result, students right here in the UAE have decided to create a website called Wasama 
to help the, with contact tracing while also protecting those who have been infected with COVID-19 from being scrutinized and bullied in online schools. Yes, now the website, which is called Wasama, does anonymously notify people if they have been in contact with someone who has COVID-19. Now, the infected person will enter their name, email address, and a copy of their positive result and then submit the names and numbers of people that they have been in contact with now, those people are then contacted and told to isolate for 10 days without naming who were they exposed to, which is amazing because sometimes a lot of people have the fear of confrontation. Yeah. You know, like, I don't I have to call like 10 people now and say, hey, I got Corona, especially go, if, especially if they're go get kids, checked. You know, if they're kids, students will start being like, oh, it's all it's all Hanny's fault. That's why I got infected. I mean, That's I hear why that I have all the time part. anyways. Like just now before the show, you're like, it's your fault, Hanny. It's always your fault. No, but I mean, if you were back in school, it would hurt you. It reminds me of that that show, Everyone Blames Chris, or Everyone Hates Chris. I I don't know what it's called. Everyone Blames Hanny now. Well, it's fitting. Isn't it your fault today, Hanny? No, it's not my fault. It's always your fault. Well, see? (laughs) Going back to the story, with kids, it's definitely, it's become a social stigma to get COVID-19 and then have to inform your friends and your colleagues that you have caught the virus and that they have to isolate as well. But this is all to help cut an end to the chain of infections and it's very important that kids are truthful whenever they get infected with the virus so a website like wasama is definitely doing the job now wasama is wasama.co it's w-a-s-a-m-a dot c-o and it's been created in response to the rise in cases that was happening in a specific school right here in the uae and that was students efforts to try and curb that spread Apart from that, many private schools in the UAE have temporarily closed just this last month as cases started to rise and increase. And this is all to try and put an end to the COVID-19 pandemic increase in cases. But with that also came increased teasing, increased social isolation, not necessarily COVID isolation, honey. It's social isolation that many students were struggling with. And that was also in turn endangering other kids. Yeah, I mean, uh, we have to look at it like this now, unfortunately, Kids are ruthless. Kids are ruthless and they don't take things into consideration again because no. they're not mature. They're, it's just the way all kids are. But again, imagine like a child or a teenager or whatever gets COVID-19 and now he's forced to isolate in his room for 10 days. And at the same time, he opens his online phone and he watches Instagram WhatsApp or Twitter. groups or whatever. I'm like, hey, you got Corona. Ha ha ha. What did you do? Did you like lick a wall or something? I, like these things can happen and I'm 100% sure those type of conversations happen so and it kids, can be very yeah kids make a lot of inside jokes so when these kids who were infected with the virus they come back to school they're being bullied even after they're th- yeah. they've done their and isolation that, period yeah and it can affect the, someone's mental health a lot and we've talked a lot about mental health during the COVID-19 pandemic and going back to uh, to what Omni was saying inside jokes I mean yeah. they could uh, off, they're done with COVID-19 and they go back to school and they said hey how was that wall did you lick it your wall licker you know because I, I believe that those things happen you know yeah. I mean we've all we've, we were all children we were all in school I mean I, maybe for the, the females it's a little bit different but oh, trust the, me, there's so much bullying. For, so much bullying. But for the males, I mean, they'll make fun of everything. Hey, you have a weird nail. Hey, what's up, weird nail guy? <laughs> you know, that's how it is. Big thumbs, big toes, you name it, it happens. Um, what's sad is schools are supposed to feel safe. And because of bullying, they're the complete opposite. And this type of bullying, especially with the COVID-19 pandemic, it can be very traumatic because 
Kids are already struggling with living during unexpected times. Everything that felt normal to them has basically been switched in the blink of an eye and they have to deal with that new normal but also deal with other kids and other friends actually bullying them. So that shame aspect that was affecting their self-esteem is now how you know it's now fixed with the wasama.co website that these students have created and kids don't have to feel embarrassed letting the school supervisors know letting other students know that they've been infected with covid-19 but they're doing all of their steps to try and curb that spread yes now thankfully right here in the ue you're not allowed to bully anyone online or offline it is illegal and it is a law so yes what wasama is doing is amazing but again we have to remember if this goes for anyone and whoever if you bully someone online you will say, face consequences the ua government does not tolerate bullying so always remember what you're posting online who you're talking to online and remember to be thoughtful Yes, you sh- there is consequences, but remember, be a good person at the end of the day. You need you don't need to say whatever is on your mind all the time because there is a cybersecurity um, authority here in the UAE that you will be held accountable for everything you say Absolutely. because it can reach a point where some people harm themselves because of bullying. But I want to know you guys' thoughts. 4215, or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. What do you think about this anti-bullying website where you can notify people if you were if you got positive for COVID-19? But ladies and gentlemen, I want you guys to breathe a little bit deeper because <laughs> we're taking a short break. But yes, <sighs> breathing. <laughs> breathing is good. You're listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. Daily Digital News. Bits and Bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, Bits and Bytes do connect our world, but how are we using technology with electricity? Believe it or not. And out you know of space. <laughs> yeah. What? I said I said we, we are connected through elect- electricity. Technology works on electricity. Yeah. Yeah, I was making a joke on me. It's okay, <laughs> but space panels could soon beam electricity back to Earth. Now, uh, I feel like it's something that we kind of never uh, put into place in our I brain. I never imagined. I never imagined yeah. it. Yes. Now, the independent newspaper does report that the Pentagon, which is in the United States, has been using its secretive X-37B space plane to test a solar panel that could one day beam electricity right down to Earth. Now, the photovoltaic radio frequency antenna module, big word, or as they like to call it, Pram for short is currently the size of a pizza box. Oh man, I want oh, pizza. Same, I'm now hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> but the technology could be scaled up in order to send massive amounts of clean and renewable energy to Earth via microwaves. Now, not the microwave you have in your kitchen, ladies and gentlemen, but it could possibly be enough energy to even power whole cities. Now, we know that a lot of people or a lot of uh, Elon Musk, for example, yeah. they're all pushing for solar panels and clean and renewable energy, which is 100% good. But at the same time, imagine if you had it up in space and not taking space, pun intended, right here on Earth. Yes, indeed. And especially because it also helps cut down, as you mentioned, Hani, on the amount of pollution that we have right here on Earth. And also it makes sure that we're getting a source of energy that is not going to be... 
let's say we won't struggle with shortage with yeah. this form of energy. I mean, it's the sun. It's space. Yeah, the sun. Well, it gets from the sun. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put it at that, but it's not necessarily the sunlight that they're taking. It's taking blue light energy. So it's different than the different than the usual solar panels that we've seen right here on Earth. Yes. So that's a little bit of a difference right here on planet Earth. But because of the fact that the blue light energy cannot really pass through the Earth's atmosphere, what they're trying to do is collect this energy and beam it back to Earth so that we can make mo- make the most out of all those different forms of light that we get from the sun. We do know, we do know that the energy from the sun comes in different wavelengths and none of these are actually usable on Earth except for a few. You know, we've used the infrared, we've used sometimes the UV light signals, but now we're also using the blue light uh, energy from the sun as well to make sure that we are capturing and transmitting around 10 watts of energy back to planet Earth, which would be enough to actually power a phone or even a tablet. Yeah, as they advance this technology, it will hopefully be able to power full cities. Yes, it does mean it's able to harness solar energy much more effectively than the old-fashioned terrestrial setups. However, if the system does scale up successfully, the technology actually could deliver significant significant amounts of power to remote regions of the globe, as well as provide electricity during natural disasters and emergencies. I mean, using solar energy is something a lot of people have been pushing for the past 20 years. I mean, I remember back in the day when I was in school, solar energy uh, powered car, right? Mm, and a lot of yes. and, and a lot of people in the United States actually have solar panels on their houses. I mean, it's it's a viable and good and, and a good uh, invention. Yes. Now, and, yeah. yeah. A lot of people may be wondering where will these panels be placed. Well, there are gonna, they were actually launched into orbit last year, and they were aboard the space plane. So they'll basically be aboard spaceships that will help capture this energy and send it back to planet Earth, so that we can make the most out of it right here on mo- the mother planet. Yeah, I mean, hundred uh, percent. Having those up in space, uh, not going the blue light not going through the Earth's atmosphere, we're getting direct contact with the sun. So, I mean, it should be good, and I'm looking forward to clean and renewable energy. Ladies and gentlemen, text us in your thoughts, 4215, do it a lot, or on Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. We're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back, we're we're talking about Microsoft. Pulse95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse95. Zoom fatigue is a very real thing. I will call it a real psychological disease. Because we all know that being on Zoom for long periods of time can cause a lot of us to get self-critical, to basically lose focus, but also to lose interest. I wish this invention was there when Hani and I were doing the shows over Zoom because I feel like it would have really put us in the mood of being at a workplace, of having a workspace that is very similar to what we have in our actual studios right here on Pulse, at Pulse95. Microsoft is creating a new way that will transport us into the same meeting room as those that we are having the Zoom call or the Microsoft Teams call with. You are getting the option to teleport to a meeting as a hologram, which is actually, it feels like a fragment of the future coming to our real life. I mean, aren't we the future already? I mean, we are future talk. (laughs) But ladies and gentlemen, it kind of reminds me of um, the augmented reality wardrobe. Yes. How, and the HoloLens yes, as well. Yes, and the HoloLens. Now, it's called Microsoft Mesh, and it will allow users to see, hear, and interact with other people anywhere else on the planet as though they were occupying the same space. Now, the new platform does enable virtual and AR from any device through what is dubbed as 
mixed reality applications. Now, this, the new system actually makes its debut at some or are coming to accept how much virtual reality will be a permanent fixture of everyday life used to supplement the expense of business travel or real world experiences. Now, we've seen augmented reality put things in our real life spaces a lot with Google, for example, when Google was coming out with that. If you Google search tiger, for example, you can have a tiger on your phone and then it and then it'll be in the space you're having your camera pointed at. Yeah. And the same thing Amazon is doing as well, by the way. Amazon is doing it with furniture. Would you like to see this furniture piece in your house using augmented reality? So yeah, why think, not? Yeah, I think even IKEA came up with a very similar invention. So now you can actually feel like you're in the same place with that yeah. person you're meeting you're meeting with or sharing content with. Yeah, so why not utilize that that that, that technology and put it somewhere where you need it the most. But at the same time, I feel like kind of people now have to stand up when they're talking, <laughs> you know, like they're making it like they're they'll, doing a meeting. Basically, they'll feel like it's nothing has changed except the fact that you're seeing someone. You, you know what screen. I'm imagining, Omnia, you know, like like a little box on every chair in a meeting room. Right. <laughs> and then you log into that box and you're like, and you're like, it's a hologram. A hologram. Yeah, and you're looking at everyone, and you can see every. I mean, it'd be amazing. I mean, it'll be the much space isn't yeah. being occupied, but at the same time, the holograms are there. So, sounds nice to me. I definitely agree with you, especially because there are studies from Stanford University that have actually found that spending long stretches of times in a video call can negatively affect the way we see ourselves, but also the way we interact with other people around us. And uh, they were actually trying out this brand new system with Microsoft Mesh, and they found out that it was positively impacting all of the employees that were participating in that study and it actually helped them focus more in those meetings, but helped them view, them, view themselves in a much in a much less critical way since now it felt like mingling like they would in real life during the normal circumstances that they would usually have and this product will be life-changing for anyone who's been working remotely for a while yes now microsoft mesh does aim to do the same for experiences that can be had in a virtual reality headset and augmented reality headset now in microsoft's version for mixed reality Experiences can actually vary widely from virtual meetings to concerts. Now, at the launch event, the Redmond Washington Company brought in filmmaker James Cameron and Pokemon Go developer Nantech and co-founder of, uh, of a couple other companies to demonstrate Mesh. And just like Xbox, the success of Mesh will actually depend largely on people's willingness to shell out for devices. Now, while the system will be available on most virtual reality headsets, PC, tablets, and smartphones may expect the best experience to be had on Microsoft's HoloLens 2, which comes at a hefty price tag of $3,500, so around 11, 12,000 drams. Yes, indeed. Now, a preview for the general public of the Microsoft Mesh app for HoloLens was available earlier this week, and people have been trying it out. They've been excited about it, and we are personally very excited to see it come to life as well. Let us know your thoughts. Our text lines are open for 215-DO-IT-TESALAT or sign into RDM's app, Pulse95 Radio. What do you think of having... The, the option to teleport yourself as a hologram to your virtual meeting. Will this make Zoom meetings become a little bit more entertaining? Coming up on the show, we're going to be talking all about Twitter cracking down on COVID-19 vaccine misinformation. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Now, the fight against misinformation has begun ever since the COVID-19 pandemic started, and we saw it kind of trickle down 
to the U.S. presidential elections and now back again because of the COVID-19 vaccine. But Twitter is now cracking down on COVID vaccine misinformation. Now, Twitter does say that it has begun labeling tweets that do include misleading information about the COVID-19 vaccines and even using and implementing a strike system to eventually remove accounts that repeatedly violate the rules. Can I just say, I think Twitter liked the fact that they were able to... Remove Donald Trump? Yes, to kick Donald Trump off of their platform that now they're thinking about implementing it with other people as well. <laughs> I mean, because Twitter does come off as kind of a troll platform. Yeah. A lot of trolls are on it and... Because uh, people can be anonymous. They can have different usernames yeah. and no one knows who it is that is saying what. Yeah, and, and, and I believe that's why with their new Twitter Spaces uh, 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 kind feature. of room feature, yeah. uh, that's why they're only allowing verified accounts to create rooms and speak. Because right now, as I'm on air talking to you guys and, ta- and, and talking about the, what, what we're talking about, yeah. I could create an account in, le- in less than 30 seconds. In less than 30 seconds, I could create a new account, name it, hey, honey, talking weird stuff, <laughs> one, two, three. Right? And start trolling people. And the hate will be... And the hate will be... It will get out of control. Yeah, so I'm telling you, that's why I believe Twitter is trying to make Twitter a safer place. Exactly. And they've actually started using human reviewers to assess whether or not uh, these tweets are violating the policy against the COVID vaccine misinformation. And we do know that a lot of of conspiracy theories have been coming out about the COVID-19 vaccine. People were worried about it. But now that more and more people are taking it, I feel like the fears have calmed down a little bit yet misinformation is still widespread on social media platforms so this work that will be done on twitter's platforms will be a mixture of human power but also smart ai implementing it so human reviewers will start marking what is considered as covid19 vaccine misinformation and then the ai will start tracking the trends of how often these information is being spread on the platform itself Yes, now talking about the strike system now, if you have one violation or strike, you will see no action. But after two strikes, it will lead to an account being locked for 12 hours. It's like timeout. Yeah, <laughs> but five or more will get a user permanently banned from Twitter. Mm. Kind of like that saying, three strikes and you're out in baseball. <laughs> and that's what Twitter is implementing. And we've also see, seen Facebook actually step up to the plate on its vaccine misinformation fight after years of half-hearted enforcement. It also did announce an expanded policy last month that also did include all vaccines, not just those against COVID-19. Because recently, I mean, believe it or not, a lot of people are now uh, anti-vaxxers. And this was before the COVID-19 pandemic. A lot of people spread misinformation saying vaccines caused autism. And uh, I think the main point, the main platform that was promoting that, or not them promoting that, but had people promoting that, was Facebook. Yeah, and now Twitter is hoping that with its strike system, it would help educate people on why certain content breaks uh, our rules and why people should be taking a, taking responsibility for what they post on plat- on a certain platform. Just because this is social media and people can have you know that little bit of freedom of speech, it does not mean that you can go ahead and spread false information, grow fear in many people's hearts, but also cause a lot of damage since... We need to, people who can take the vaccine should be taking it so that we can help protect those who are unable to take it as well. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215, do it or on Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Are you a loyal listener to Pulse95, to Future Talk? Well, let us know. Party next door. Loyal. Pulse95. How do you tech? 
How, how, how do you Wearing headphones for long periods of time can definitely impact how good our hearing is. And if you're someone, especially as a kid, if you've worn headphones for far too long and you've visited an ENT doctor, you must have probably heard that you keep your music too loud on. Yes, Omnia. Actually, something happened to me about two weeks ago, right? Two weeks? Two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I never noticed that. I do think it's kind of more of a, my mind playing games on me. Ring, your ears were ringing? But but I was reading something online and a lot of people were complaining about their ears ringing, right? Mm. And as soon as I heard ears ringing, mm. all of a sudden my ears started ringing. And for every night... For two weeks before I sleep, I could hear. Oh my God! Do you know there's a saying in Arabic that if I think if it's if your right ear starts ringing, that means someone is speaking good about you. Yeah, they just have problems with hearing. Hearing <laughs> that Arabic saying this is bad because science just said that obviously your earlobes are dying, not earlobes, your eardrums are dying, and you're hurting them because of hearing, uh, because of listening to loud music and using headphones for a long period of time. And now this is how Apple is going to make sure that your hearing hearing is not impacted. Yes, indeed. Now Apple did actually carry out a study to see how damaging uh, turning up certain tunes is on our ears, and those studies have actually been shown that one out of 10 people have actually struggled uh, with having headphone exposure that is louder than what is usually recommended by the World Health Organization. So this actually causes a lot of people to think twice before raising up that volume. And just like you mentioned, Hani, a lot of people have actually recently, after the COVID-19 lockdown, been experiencing ringing in their ears multiple times a week. And... I don't want to scare you, but this does look but, like... T- but I'll tell you... It looks like a sign of hearing damage. No, no. Hopefully, I have no hearing damage. I hopefully do use not. I do use my headphones a lot, though. I, I'm always uh, listening to things. Is the volume too high? Uh, at times. But but the thing is, Omnia, yeah. it could be your mind playing games on you because after you've read something... Oh, uh, yeah. Because when I forgot about it, it stopped. the ringing stopped. Yeah. You know, after I thought Hollis, it was done, and Can sometimes you, it, could, yeah. it could be it could be a little bit just uh, for the time being. If you're exposed mm. for let's say 10 minutes loud music, because I remember one time I was at a concert when I was around 18, and it's a concert, so I go back home and I remember, like it hurt so oh, I, the ring was so loud, and then it was gone, gone. So sometimes it could just be for that time you were exposed to hearing. And I yeah. actually did a test for one day. I didn't wear headphones on. And then ear, ear, AirPods on. So then when I went to sleep, I didn't feel anything. Well, that goes to show that we do need to keep in mind how loud is the music uh, in our ears is whenever we're using headphones. Apple actually did find out that the World Health Organization estimates that more than 700 million people globally will experience some form of a hearing loss by the year 2020 2050 yeah can you imagine i hope i don't have hearing loss by 2050 (laughs) hopefully not and this is exactly why apple is actually making a lot of moves to help prevent and by the way i can hear the ringing now because we're talking because we're talking about it yeah i think omnia if 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 you be quiet for about a second right okay can you hear it no no you can't i think i have hearing problems (laughs) I think you just need to reduce the volume on your headset. I'm, or, I'm, I'm hearing it now. It's like, or I have a trick for you if you have an which you have an Apple Watch. But anyone tuning in, if yeah. you have an Apple Watch, go ahead and check out the new app that the Apple Watch has actually launched for World Hearing Day that was happening earlier this week. 
There is a new app, which is a part of the health app, that can actually measure your headphone audio levels. So you can go ahead and measure the exposure that you have of certain audios every week, uh, the past hour, the past day, the past month, or even the past year. And the application is called the Noise app. So it's it's coming, it's like a sister app to the health app on our uh, Apple Watch, but it can measure ambient sound levels in our environment and identify when the decibel level could negatively impact our hearing. So if the sound is too loud, as an Apple Watch user, you will receive alerts with a tap on your wrist alarming you to go ahead and reduce the audio on your headphones. Yeah, I'm hearing the ring. T- r- it, now I'm hearing it all the time. I can, I can feel yeah, like I, you're, you're just yeah, zoning I'm sp- out. I'm trying to focus on the hearing, but ladies and gentlemen, I sometimes it, some, it could be your mind playing games on you. It could be, but if you do have any concerns, go and check it out. Your hearing is very important. And I see some people sometimes they'll put their music full when they're in the car, you know, they were just mm, having a good time. <laughs> but sometimes it could, it's not sometimes, most of the time it will hurt your hearing. And it's good to find like an app that can easily measure it through your AirPods. Yeah. If you have, when you have your AirPods on, try it out. Yeah, yeah. It, it, my, oh. my, my phone, my uh, Apple Watch does say like, hey, it will nudge you. it's too loud. Perfect. So if anyone did experience something like this, let us know 4215-do-it-slot or on Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Hopefully all you're hearing is good. I know it's the weekend. You're going to be a little bit too excited on your way home. Hype up Listening to music. (laughs) Obviously with the Pulse95. But again, be thoughtful and remind yourself that your hearing can be damaged. Yes, indeed. Future Talk is coming to an end, but we want to wish you a blessed, blessed afternoon and weekend. Make sure you keep Pulse95 locked because coming up is the show that will help you celebrate the weekend as well. Afternoon Karak is coming in hot with Aisha Mazmi and Makil Atiyah bringing you your well-known, their well-known weekend recommendations. So keep Pulse95 locked and we'll catch you again on Sunday. Yes, and there's a couple secrets that Afternoon Karak just might tell you. No, we're not going to tell you. Afternoon Kalak is going to tell you, so don't expect anything from us. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.